Welcome to episode three, Loud Noises with Karis Louder. I'm here in the uh, often noisy press room at Providence Park where the Portland Timbers and Portland Thorns play soccer here in downtown Portland. And today we're going to be talking with Dagny Breiner's daughter. She is an Icelandic national team star and uh, this is her first year playing here in portland with the portland thorns excited to talk to her about uh, what her life is like traveling around the world playing soccer and uh what she thinks of um, of the u.s and food and uh, anything else she likes to talk about i uh you know the weather's been really nice here in portland recently it's been killing me because i've got a a one-third built motorcycle in my garage that I'm dying to get out on the road, but uh, yesterday I did make progress. I welded in new uh, all-new seat pan bases and uh, got it all prepared so I can start wiring the thing and hopefully get it running. Uh, today's episode brought to you by SanitaAthletics.com. SanitaAthletics.com. Fantastic athletic wear for women of all ages, all shapes and sizes. It's all fantastic price. Everything's under 45 bucks. It looks amazing. It's designed by former Division One athletes. And uh, if you use promo code LOWD LOUD at checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. So check them out. They're awesome. SanitaAthletics.com and use promo code LOWD. Well, enough of uh, enough of this motorcycle talk let's talk about soccer i got into soccer i played i played soccer for a year when i was a teenager uh i loved the game but i could not run that much i didn't like running and so i uh, ended up only doing one year of it and that's one of my biggest regrets because i i fell in love with the sport when i lived in brazil and i came back and started following the sport more closely and got to know a lot of really cool people um, in salt lake and here in portland and uh, this leads me to my conversation with Dagny. Um, Portland is a very, <laughs> very cool soccer town. People here love the Timbers and love the Thorns. It's uh, regularly the highest attended women's soccer match um, in the world. And if you've ever been to a game, if you've ever seen a game, uh, you'll know why. The, the atmosphere is unmatched and the talent, the level of talent is uh, is... Is fantastic as well. The NWSL is uh, is doing a fantastic job with uh, bringing top talent to the United States, uh, giving a platform for their national team stars to to flourish, to uh, train and uh, continue to play the game year round. And uh, I think it's a fantastic thing they're doing. Um, without further ado, uh, let's get to our chat with Dagny. Dagny, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, how was the training? It was good. It was high end intensity and we have so many good players, so that's you, cool. Uh, most of the team is here now, right? Yes. We're missing two players right now um, and I think they'll be here soon, so... Okay. Like almost all of us are here. We're recording this on a Friday. Uh, when did you get into Portland? So Friday night a week ago. Okay, so mm-hmm. you've been here for a week. Yeah. Is this your first time to Portland, or had you come and visited before, like during college? or? So I played my first college game here in Portland, but it's kind of blurry. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, 
experience everything for first time so i don't remember that much okay yeah i don't remember really anything okay and uh you went to school at florida state Mm -hmm. um but before that you were born in in ella hella Hetla. Hetla. Yeah. Hetla. Okay. I obviously don't speak Icelandic. No. But, uh, uh, you born there. Were you raised there? How long did you live there? Yeah. So I was... We don't have hospital there. So I was born in Reykjavik. But as soon as I was born, I... Okay. Like my parents lived in Hetla. How far away is Reykjavik from It's there? our... Oh, okay. So yeah. It's not too far. Yeah. Uh, most of the newborns are like born in Reykjavik. And yeah. And then I'm born... Like raised... Um, in Hetla with my family like my parents my two older siblings and my grandparents live there on my mom's side um, your grandparents lived in the home no they live like two streets away from oh, okay. it takes so like close by. two minutes to walk to their house did you have tons of family in that area um no like most of my like relative, like my dad is from Reykjavik so on his side they lived in Reykjavik but and still live but on my mom's side they are like more like live on a farm and like stuff like that okay yeah Yeah. what did you have property when you in in your hometown like at your house did you have animals and farmland or was it just sort of a normal house Uh, just like a normal house but I had like all type of animals so I had like a rabbit and like dog two dogs like we always had a dog like when I was growing up Uh and like fish like all almost like type of animals were they yours or were they like family pets um, or were they like yours specifically the first dog was my dad's like he had the he had the dog before i was born but oh. then it was like me and my brothers yeah yeah what were their names um trixa neppe that's the rabbit okay and my dog like who was like 16 years old he just passed away last summer so oh. he was turning like 16 his name was Calter. Calter? That, yeah that means happy. Like happy. Here, yeah. So he was kind of like my little brother. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And do you still have pets? Not now. No? Too no. much traveling? Yeah. So you, uh, you're in Hedla. Yeah. You went to school there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the way through primary school and everything? or No. So we only have one school there. And okay. that's... Um, so we have what's called kindergarten. That's from one year old to five years old. Oh, okay. And then we have school that's from six years old to 15 years old okay and i mean it's such a small town we only have like around not yeah around 800 people okay so the school had like maybe 180 kids yeah so small school it was all the way till you're 15 yes but my class was big we had like when i started we were 15 but i think when we graduated we were like 24 25 oh okay so people moved in or just yeah and like there's like a it kind of like it's called like it's a potato farm town yeah that's like 15 minutes away and they had their own school from from 6 to 12 years old and then they like shut everything down oh, and all okay. of the kids came to my school so yeah. that made the so your school kind of took over that school. yeah okay mm-hmm. that makes sense and then so you went there till you were 15 Yes. And then what happened? So then I still lived at home, but um, I like s- um, signed with a club in Reykjavik that was like the best women's club at the time called Valor. And I went to high school for three semester in Selfoss. That's like in between Hetland Reykjavik. Okay. So it's like 25 minutes from my house and from Selfoss to Reykjavik is like 30 minutes. Um, so yeah, I went to high school. 
Were you there. still living at home? Yeah. So it wasn't like a live-in academy or anything? No. It was just the club? Yeah, I just took the bus, and there was like a school bus, and then, but my parents drove me for a year, so they always picked me up after school, drove me to Reykjavik, and then I did it, because we get a driving license when we are 17 years old, hmm. so when I got my driving license, I did it for a semester, and it was really tiring doing it by myself, and then I moved to Reykjavik, and switched to a different high school and that was pretty tough like because in my high school it was always also like all of my friends from home oh, yeah, and stuff you since you were one years old yeah, yeah and it was like it was tough like i was it was the yeah it was the year i was turning 18 and i lived with my uncle at first and then i got my own apartment but then uh, later who was he's my fiance today but at the time he was my boyfriend then he like came to Reykjavik too and we went to the same high school and like lived together and that made like everything a lot easier and okay. yeah and then I graduated like uh, a semester earlier there so I was just working like before I went to like college Florida State yeah so soccer when did soccer come in was it since you were a little kid how did that start yeah I actually just um I like had a best friend and he lived like across from my house um, and I was play always playing in the in their backyard like with him and his dad and I was actually always the goalkeeper at the time and my friend was like really good soccer player and then I just remember like we were like playing every time and then um, he had to have like soccer practice and I was like kind of like sad like I couldn't like play with him anymore and then I remember it happened again in the same week so I was like mom can I like go and then yeah I was like six years old at the time um but there was only a boys team so I was just there like training with the boys yeah but I trained with boys from six to 13 years old then they started like a girls team okay but at the time I trained and I trained with boys and girls till I was 15, but I only played with the girls, like, games from when I was 13, 14, and 15, yeah. That probably helped you out, right? Do you feel like you got kind of a little bit of a head start by playing with playing with the boys, or did it not, do you feel like it didn't make much of a difference? No, Everyone I think, I think it helped foot. a lot. And, uh, and also just, like, the, like, I mean, all my class at home, it was, like, when I started, we were, like, four girls and 15 boys. Okay. So it was just, like, I was, all of my best friends were boys. And I like played basketball with them, soccer. I was just like did everything with them, and but I think like when I think back, they kind of like helped me out though because I remember like when I was like ten years old, they were probably saying like, "Oh my god, like you should be on the full national team." And I was like, "Yeah, I should be on the full national team." Like, <laughs> and they thought like I was the best like w like girl soccer player in the world, and like they made my made my like ego like pretty big at the time. <laughs> um, I guess like because. I don't know in other like I was like better than a lot of them but even though we had like because like when you're young like they don't have the like athletic ability like over you right um so it's like different but at the time yeah I thought like they helped me out a lot and they were like yes he's gonna play pros he's gonna go to the national team and like stuff like that but and I mean I made it but like when I think back what I'm sad about is like I don't remember ever like them saying that so like and they all like when they got older they just quit but like I'm still going but I think like they helped me out like to like believe I could do it too so from a young age they're yeah. saying you be the star yeah. you do this yeah and like they yeah and like I remember when we played like clubs like other boys clubs when I was like like 12 10 like all the other guys on the other team were like oh my god like they have a girl on the team like <laughs> and 
it, like I really like to like stand up for myself, but I never really had to because they always like answer before I was able to. Like, oh, she's gonna beat you. Like, she's better than you. Like, <laughs> they always like help me out. So right. I think that was yeah really cool, and they like. Yeah, and I think like most of them like still follow me today, like what I'm doing. I obviously some of them are still really good friends of mine, uh-huh. but I think like they kind of like made help me like to make me like and yeah. also just like make me as a soccer player, like make me who I am. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, it's those friends and those people you play with when you're. Yeah, and we were just like, even though we didn't have soccer practices, we were just like on the field all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, so you're a star. Your friends are saying you're going to be the best thing to ever come out of Hitler, mm-hmm. probably. And then uh, and then Florida State, how did that happen? Did you did you just get scholarship offers from tons of schools and land on Florida State? How, how did that come So out? I got like some offers, yes, but at the time, like so 2010, I was, um, that was my first year with the full national team. And I like, w- with my club Valor, we like won every single cap, like Iceland champion, the cup, just like, there's like five titles we had th- that year, and and I was chosen the best like younger player. Um, and at the time, I was just like, okay, I need like a new talent. Like I just want to play pro, and like, and I just wanted to play in Europe and stuff like that. But yeah, so I got like emails from other schools, but I like some of them I didn't even respond to. I was just like, no, like I'm not even thinking about it. But then I don't know, like um, Mark Krikorian, like the head coach at Florida State, he emailed me like, I think like two weeks before my graduation so that was like December because I graduated earlier and so what do you call it like FSU how it's spelled out Mm -hmm. so that's my first high school too so when I got the email like I was like why are they emailing me in English (laughs) like that was really confused and when I opened it up and, and I felt like I had to read it because I thought it was from my high school and then I like read over it and I was like oh and it was like Florida and like all that so I was like oh wait I like I should maybe think about it um, and yeah and then like I just took the test and I went on a official visit and my sister went with me and and I liked it but I guess like um, I wasn't sure though like but like my family and like my um, fiance he always like he also like they were like kind of like like you should take this opportunity and I think like if they would not have done that I don't know if I would have gone but like they were kind of like pressing on me to go to and then I went and I just like really loved it and I'm really happy I went there so very much the support system again yeah telling you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you did very well obviously at Florida State uh, how did you you were still playing with the national team right yeah at Florida State how was that I travel wise and schedule wise yeah I think I'm a really organized person okay. um, and I think that helps out a lot just because um, I had to like, I mean, I think one semester I almost missed out like six weeks or eight weeks of school just because of like traveling with Florida State and also with the national team. And I think, um, yeah, I just have to be really organized and like organize schoolwork I had and like um, maybe like submit my papers and like exams earlier or like, I mean, one time it was tough, I think I, came back from a two weeks national team trip and I was three days in school before I had to go with Florida State and I had like four exams in three days so that can be tough Mm -hmm. but I just have to like organize everything very well and and then it can work out and it was like four and five hours time difference um depends what time I had to go but I got pretty good at the time difference thing um I 
I need I still need to work on it here just because it's like seven hours so that's a lot more but yeah, yeah I think like yeah you just have to be like really organized and like a good student too so so do you like figure out when you need to go to sleep and when you when you can't go to sleep so you don't get jet lags and yeah and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um so you've had success all over uh playing in europe playing for iceland um wh- why the portland thorns um i played for Bayern munich last year so i didn't enter the draft um and that was like i kind of wanted to like play in germany like the best european league and try that and try that and i i mean i didn't like i mean i liked the experience but i didn't want to resign with them so i was like okay i want to go back to the states and i got like few offers from here but i just like the i talked to um, the head coach here mark and i just like liked his ideas of soccer and like uh, of the team and I, obviously portland thorns is a really big club and um yes yeah, so i felt like when they contacted me, like that was like a kind of like a chance I couldn't say no to. Did you, Vero plays for Bayern, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you talk to her at all about it? Vero no, Bocchetti? I haven't because she came after I left. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're already gone. Yeah. Um, it seems like that could be a. There's like a pipeline there of players going back and forth from Bayern. Yeah, <laughs> Bayern I think to Portland. so. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the city? What do you think of Portland? I mean, I haven't seen that much of the city. Um, I, yeah, it was just like, I lived in Florida for three and a half years um, during college. And then I guess like when I'm moving here, I always had it in the back of my head, like when I go to the States, I think about Florida. <laughs> so when I came here, I was like, okay, it's not sunny all the time. <laughs> but I think this, at least like at this time of the year, is more like Iceland. Yeah. Like raining, a little bit windy and stuff like that. Kind of gray, yeah. Yeah, but so, I mean, I'm kind of used to that too. So, but I really like like everything involved in soccer here. But I haven't really explored that much. Kind of just like drive my way to from my apartment to the like to the stadium and stuff like that. But I'm excited to like see more and um, and yeah, like yeah, because I've heard like really good thing about the city and like it's beautiful and stuff like that but i haven't really seen it so right yeah there, i mean there's tons to do here yeah what what do you what do you like to do outside of soccer is it just soccer 100 percent of the time or or do you sort of put that aside when you're done with training get home and put on a movie do you what do you do what what's what's your outlet so i mean i watch a lot of soccer as well and then i mean when i'm at home i have three nephews so i like always go and see them and like hang out with them or like play with them um but my dad he's like he fish a lot so i like to fish okay obviously more over the summertime and then my fiance is from like a potato farm so we like like to go there in my off time and just like he has a four-wheeler and like do stuff like that he lives like 10 minutes from the ocean so we just like farm things i guess <laughs> do farm stuff yeah yeah um it, have you found I guess you've only been here for a week have you found things here in Portland that kind of help you connect that remind you of Iceland I mean we talked about the weather but is there like a food or is there something that you found that really that you can kind of hang on to and go this is like what I grew up with or something like that Mm, not really except yeah for the rain (laughs) but I actually found though a yogurt Um, it's kind of like a 
we have a really good yogurt at home that's called Skeir and that's kind of that's um, I found it in the grocery store here it's like a copy of it it's um, called Siggy's but it's like there's Icelandic guy who's like the owner Okay. So that's like kind of similar. It's not the same, but similar. So I mean, I buy in. <laughs> yeah, like this is close. It's yeah, close <laughs> yeah. Um, Portland is a is a really cool town. Uh, I've been here for about almost five years, and it's literally anything that you like to do: music, movies, fishing. Uh, you can really you can find it here. Um, what do you feel? In your whole life, it can be soccer or whatever. What do you feel like your is your biggest accomplishment? You've already you're you're so young still, mm-hmm. and you've already accomplished so much athletically. Uh, what do you feel like is the thing that you're most proud of? I think um, winning the national championship with Florida State. It was the first championship that the school has ever won, and my senior year we won like the ACC um, two both like the conference and the championship so that was pretty cool and I think um, winning the um, uh, the German Bundesliga in 2015 mm-hmm. that was huge and I think Iceland played for the second time in the European Championship 2013 but it was my my first time mm-hmm. um, and I scored the game winning goal so we made it to the quarterfinals so I think that was like my biggest thing as well, like with the national team. What? How, how did Iceland finish in that tournament? Didn't didn't you guys finish like third or something? Um, didn't you do very well, or was it just you got to the quarterfinals? No, we lost in the quarterfinals against okay. Sweden. But yeah. uh, that was the furthest that Iceland has ever yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and that high pitched noise behind us is like a pipe or something in in the walls. It's not the microphone. <laughs> so if somebody's listening, like what's going on with my car or whatever. Um, what are the what are the biggest differences between the game, just soccer in general, playing in the United States for for Florida State and and now training here? I'm sure training is very similar, but in terms of just the culture of soccer here and then the culture of soccer in Iceland and in Europe, um, I think it's like players here are more athletic. They're like faster, quicker, um, stronger. Uh, and I think the game is faster here, which hmm. I like. But yeah, because that's going to make us better as players yeah. as well. And I think the passings are better here as well. Okay. The passing play, yeah. Um, so you feel like the women's game is is just is faster. Do you feel like the, the technical side of it, Europe has when you've played in Europe, the players over there have more of a technical flair, more of tec- more technical ability than the players No, not necessarily. not necessarily. And, like, when I went to college, they were just like, oh, like, you're just going to play, like, kick and run and be, like, <laughs> athletic and stuff like that. And then I came to Florida State, and, like, the only thing we did was, like, keeping the ball, like, yeah. more than I've ever done in Iceland or in Germany. So I think, um, yeah, I think players here like it's just like what people say that Europeans are more technical but it's not always like that okay. it just I guess like depends on the players so yeah so it's a that's a total generalization yeah. it's not even yeah really true and I think I think I could see that mm-hmm. um, it's just funny because you do there's a weird soccer 
There's a weird soccer culture uh, in the United States. There's like an inferiority complex, right? It's like we have to we have to hold on to what we have, even though we think that it's not as good. But in so many ways, men and women, the game is great and better than other aspects all around the world. Um, you know, especially the women. You see the you know the American women winning the World Cup and the Olympics, and so many more women's national teams now are competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, ten years ago there were maybe three good teams and now you watch the world cup and everybody's good um and you must feel that now have you noticed that just from the your first games playing for iceland to now have you noticed sort of this growth and and development of women's soccer as a whole yeah i think women's soccer is just growing in like every single country in the world and i mean yeah like when we played some like when we qualifying for the world cup and the european championship and we played a lot of different countries and sometimes we're playing like lower countries that's maybe yeah like we should have beat like with five six goals maybe we did like five years ago but today it's different yeah for sure um what do you see in the future for iceland my goal uh, and the team's goal is obviously like we've never made it to the world cup ever so i really hope um I, yeah, we made it to the two last European Championship, and the next one is coming up next year. So obviously, it's like making it back there. It's bad if we don't. But I really hope before I stop playing soccer that I can play in the World Cup. You talk about stopping playing soccer. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do after? After, uh, I think I want to coach. Yeah. Yeah, Stick I'm like soccer. a soccer nerd. <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, it just sounds like you just eat, live, sleep, breathe soccer. Yeah. You know, the first thing I said, when you, <laughs> what do you do in your off time? Well, I like to watch soccer. Mm-hmm. And, 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 that's, and, and that's so awesome. Outside of the soccer world, uh, who – because there's a passion there that's rare with most people uh, to be so in love with what you do and, and everything around it. Uh, it's awesome. Are there people that inspire you outside of the soccer world that you kind of look to and hope to sort of replicate that passion or replicate their talent or whatever it is? So, like, growing up, like, I did not really have any role models, like, especially not on the female side, just because, like, I was just there with the guys. Um, So I just, like, now when I, like... Need to are you asking like what talk to it about and like stuff like that? I don't need yeah, or like who who are your who are your your idols? Like who do you look up to? In and it can be it can be in the soccer world, or but I, I mean even outside of the soccer world. Yeah, who do you look to and say I I really respect that person? Mm-hmm. I want to do something like that person. Yeah, so like yeah, like growing up, I only like had like on the men's side, um, but then when I got to know more and like in soccer, I really looked up to Abby Wambach when I like came to, I really like respect her and like her as a player. But yeah, other than that, I just like, when I see a good player, I just like try to learn from like all of them. Like when I'm here with like new team, new players, I try to like take the best of all of them and like try to learn something. Have you been, uh, have you been impressed with this Portland Thorns team so far? Yeah, I mean, I I was expecting to be really good, and and it's just like as good as I expected, and the, all the players are just great, and 
and the trainings are really like uh, it's like like a good quality and like high intensity and and yeah it's like environment that's going to make all of us better for sure that's awesome um before we go this summer trust me the summer is going to be beautiful <laughs> it doesn't rain all the time it rains a lot uh, what things are you looking forward to this summer living here in portland not just obviously you know portland's going to win the the championship now that you're here correct um but beyond the soccer uh what are you looking forward to this this year living here and and being here um i i'm really looking forward to like a warm summer because they're (laughs) like warmer here than in iceland yeah and in my off time i really like to tan like people in iceland really like to tan just because we don't do it that much at home i guess and just like explore things and like i guess just like see the city and and my family and friends are coming over so i'm kind of excited to do that and and i hope um uh, my fiance is coming so we kind of want to like do stuff and like see more so yeah we haven't really like planned anything out but i need to like google and see yeah like what i can see here (laughs) absolutely um where where in the city are you are you living um it's i'm not even sure it's like 10 minutes right to the stadium okay yeah so not very far from downtown no they say it's like southwest of portland okay it's like beaverton area somewhere over there yeah um portland's a great town and i honestly think that you are gonna once it starts warming up it's you're really gonna love it and uh and i know that the the thorns are lucky to have you here and it's been great to get to talk to you yeah thank you thanks for having me